So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 124 for... October 15th, 2017. My name is Nathan Reetenspruth, and joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. You have me. We have Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. You have Andrew. And we have Earl, Earl Third the Third. And you have me as well as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, and let's start off with Earl. What games have you been playing this week? Well, Raiden 5 came out this week for PlayStation 4 in North America. So that's been pretty much the highlight, and I love me some riding, so I'm really psyched. Good. I don't know what that is. It's a shoot 'em up. Oh, it's okay. A, it's like, it's like a legendary shoot 'em up series. How do you yeah. not know? I They're really great. I don't play shoot 'em ups because I am awful at them. I'm not very good, but I, I really do enjoy them though. Yeah. And is that all you played? Uh, pretty much. I played a little bit of uh, Gundam Versus that came out last week, or the week before last, and that's pretty good, too. But once uh, Raiden came out, I was uh, working on trying to uh, one credit clear that. But oh. uh, that is going to take a long time, so I might switch back and forth to some other games. Gundam Versus is also pretty good, if anybody's so, played so things in that series. Let's let's back up here. Sure. You're, you said you aren't very good at shoot 'em ups, but you want uh-huh. to beat the game with only one credit. Yes. Okay. It's, it's just really good. Okay, just verifying that you aren't very good at those games, but you want to beat it without using any lives. Okay. Well, I can. Well, no, it's not not non-hit. It means one credit. So, in older shoot 'em ups, say you get like four lives. That means you have those four lives, and that's it to get to the end of the. Uh, game right right and the new one you actually have a, a health bar so you can have like up to three or five hits depending on how you get hit oh okay okay so you can get hit it's just a matter of you know not dying all the way okay. but that gets pretty that gets pretty difficult because there are bullets are flying yes bullet it's a bullet hell shooter yeah uh, and Aroa, what games have you played this week? I'm going to interrupt Earl there. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, uh, You're all good. I, I just played a fuck ton of free uh, VR games because I got my Vive finally. Yay, Vives. Um, um, any of them good? Lot- any of them stand out? Um, There was a kind of neat one that was like all about conspiracy shit. That was kind of cool. Um, there was one that was basically just a movement demo that was trying to like show off methods of mitigating motion sickness in uh, in VR games. Oh, okay. Uh, like it, it had the thing that I, I honestly, whenever I didn't have a whole lot of imagination about VR, was like, oh, this is probably how they'll have you walk around because you you just literally like you know mime walking, and that's how you move. And it, it does work pretty well, but whenever you're you're fat and disgusting like me, it makes you sweat pretty quickly. Uh, whenever you're jogging in place for a long time, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, the one game that I bought and like that was the big selling point for the Vive for me uh, was Gorn, um, 
which is a uh, a Roman. But Romans have the Colosseum, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a Roman Colosseum simulator, and mm-hmm. uh, it's not it's not realistic very much at all. Um, it's very goofy, and that, that's kind of part of the fun because uh, you can just kind of swing a, a sword or something and, and cut somebody's head in half, and you can like you can pick people up and like swing them around like they're nothing, and you can rip their head off and shit. Like it's it's really fun and it, it's still challenging because you only get one hit and then you go into a dying state and you have to kill somebody within a certain amount of time or else you you lose and have to start over. Yeah. So I mean it, it's it's a pretty good time. Is it worth thirty dollars? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Um, it does have a lot of replayability and like what weapons you pick and uh, and it like. There's a like a challenge mode type thing with uh, these champions that all have specific gimmicks, and I haven't even touched that mode yet. And I've played it for a few hours now, so and it, it's it's all right, but like I, I do question how much longevity it's really going to have for me. Right, right. That makes sense. Um, a lot of VR games are kind of that way where it's like oh this is fun i'm uh i'm never gonna play this again yeah and that's like i've been spending a lot of time playing all those free games for that exact reason because i'm trying to get the honeymoon period out of the way before i waste money on games that aren't really worth playing yeah especially when they're only like two or three hour experiences and you're like yay i just wasted 25 bucks yeah and that's kind of where like i don't i don't i don't want that if i can avoid it right and Connor, what games have you played this week? God, I've been on such a video game deficit. I guess let's start off where we left off last week, and that is with playing Box VR, which is the the virtual gym I brought up last time, kind of rudely midway through a session. And it's okay. Uh, so the the basic gist of the game is you got you know left punch, right punch, left swing, and right swing when you punch from the side a jab. I don't know boxing terms, so. You know, maybe if the game did a better job of teaching me that, I'd be able to review it a little better. Uh, then there's also like pillars that come swinging at you that you got to dodge, and pillars that come at you low that you got to jump over. Uh, the dodging one works as you would think it would. I think it tracks just where your headset is. So, you know, for the most part, as long as you're mostly in the area, it gives you a break. As for the ones you got to jump over, I couldn't get it to work once. I am furiated when those come by because I feel like the game is punishing me for something I have no control over. Uh, if this is a sensor issue or if this is user error, I don't know. Still kind of finding it out. You're too tall. <clears throat> it could very well be that I'm too tall. I am much taller than the average counter. You're much taller <laughs> than the average bear. Actually, no, you're shorter than an average bear. But I'm, I'm about average to the average bear. Are you? I, I thought. How uh, tall are bears? I, I honestly have no idea. I'm, um, I'm tall though. I would imagine you would be slightly bigger than a small bear. That's fine. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely not as big as most Chicago Bears, but that's, that's a joke. Thank you. For <laughs> <that>. <laughs> so I played Final Fantasy One. I. I just lost to Chaos, so I've got to do some more grinding. God, I, you suck. I do. I uh, also played some Overwatch. I did. It's the Halloween event, mm-hmm. Junkenstein's Revenge. I played that quite a bit, and. Uh, did they change it up from last year at all? Not at all, from what I understand. 
It's exactly the same. Yeah, when when your community's too toxic, it's hard to make video games. Apparently. So, yeah, you just get four people, and you kill waves and waves of enemies, including, but not limited to, other heroes. So, Mercy, uh, Roadhog shows up, uh, Symmetra, uh, obviously, um, Junkrat, and then... Reaper. The Reaper, yeah. They all show up, and you have to kill them, and... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of the man versus machine update. It's good. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Uh, it's all right. It's actually not as good as man versus machine. And... I agree with that. I mean, it's they are both fun. Man versus machine was a little bit more big and a little more fun. Uh, this one, it's just it's wave mode. You get Whoa. I think there's three different tunnels that they can come from. But yeah, for the most part, you just focus your tunnels until they come out of all tunnels and this boss is coming at you. But as long as you got your people accurate, it's not that bad. Yeah. To be fair, though, Man vs. Machine was supposed to be like an ongoing game mode that was a permanent addition, whereas the Halloween event is just that. It's just a Halloween event. Yeah, it's just a thing that happens once a year. And It's not entirely fair to if you, compare them. If you play the Endless mode, uh, it gets really, really hard after a while. Because you have like four or five Reapers that just are like hanging out. Die, 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 die. Yeah, exactly. And you do not want them to do that. So that's pretty much all the games I played. Final Fantasy 1 and uh, Overwatch. Next week, I'm going to play WWE 2K18. Don't judge me. So let's move on to some stories. The first story is it's one of those great stories that we talk about whenever I see it come up because I think it's hilarious every time. There's a guy who robbed a bank, and before he robbed the bank, he Googled how to rob a bank. So that's part of how he was caught was that, well, I don't think, I don't know if that's how he was caught, but he had Googled how to rob a bank and didn't use Tor, didn't use a VPN, anything like that, just went, how do I rob a bank? And then went and robbed a bank. So did either, any of you guys hear about this? I did hear about this. Uh, The advice I would like to give anybody is pretty much the same advice I would follow is if you're going to do anything illegal on the internet, do it at Nathan's house. (laughs) More or less, yeah. So he's being held. Oh, actually, this is kind of funny. He's being held at $100,000 bail for robbing a bank in Largo, Florida last week. Um, Ah, Florida man strikes again. Yes. Um, after investigation, deputies found him at the hotel. In an interview, detectives said Johnson told them he was in need of money and searched Google how to rob a bank. So apparently <laughs> that's what he told them. Um, and so, of course, the Gizmodo writer said that he looked up how to rob a bank uh, on Google. And the first result comes from... Uh, actually comes from Deadspin, How to Rob a Bank as Told by an Actual Bank Robber. Um, so yeah, apparently he uh, stole the money to catch up on some bills and then go on a drug binge. Uh, uh, stolen money. I, yeah. I gotta say, if, uh, if you Google something like that and the first hit isn't a WikiHow article, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> I was actually just imagining what the WikiHow illustrations are for robbing a bank. <laughs> I think that Sneak we need... Sneak up on the officer. 
tell him to hand over his gun and handcuff himself. And it's like they're all awkwardly smiling the whole way through. I have, yeah. I have an idea. a natural shade of tan. I have an idea. We we make a WikiHow article on how to rob a bank and make it all about payday two. Yeah, I've played enough payday two. I can I can facilitate that, man. Yeah, we can make that happen. Cause we we uh you and I had it down where we too could just rob the bank easy. And then the article would be interesting because it'd be like, all right, now go outside and kill all of the all the civilians you see until <laughs> not until no more civilians start respawning. Ignore the voice in your head that says to stop doing that. I totally forgot that we used to do that. Nobody can call the police on you if nobody is left. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually they stop spawning in. So good times. We ended up making a profit on that too, right? Like the game didn't punish us for that. It did. Oh, yeah. It did give you a punishment, but you ended up making like millions of dollars. So it didn't really matter that you lost a hundred thousand. So, uh, or or how to rob the big bank? Uh, apparently, you glitched the game. It's just what oh, I yeah. did. I, I was gonna say, you mean you let Nathan sit out back and let this friend Connor do all the hard work? You know, like most of our stealth gameplay. Exactly. Actually, I'm okay at stealth gameplay in Payday 2, okay? I'm way yeah, better okay. at I'm way better at that than any other stealth game I've played. And we've played quite a few together. Yeah. For um, some strange reason, I keep on coming back. I keep on thinking it will be better. Because you're like, ah, eh, he's here, at least. So, let's, t- let's move on. We're actually, there's a story that we covered in the past. Um, and... It was basically, there was a website, I forget which website, um, the FBI was like, we want all the information from everyone who went, who went to the website. Well, we were complaining, we're like, yeah, this is an overreach of their authority. And apparently the judge thinks so too, because the judge has limited the warrant uh, for info on anti-Trump protest site. Thanks, um, fuck. Yeah, it says the Departments of Justice... Justice's interest in the website in question, uh, it's disruptj20.org, was due to a small number of people who participated in a premeditated riot, according to the U.S. attorney uh, Channing Phillips. DreamHost opposed the initial extremely broad warrant, which asked for personal information from every visitor to the site, as well as unpublished draft blog posts. Wow. Which, so this, this this shout out goes straight to Channing, whatever. But I guess it's really to anyone with this sort of question. Yeah, uh, you called yeah. it a premeditated riot. Whenever, except for maybe I don't know, like chaos theory, do people just impulsively spur of the moment riot? Calling it premeditated seems kind of like it's uh, not necessary. Like yeah. maybe it's insinuating something more sinister than what actually was being going on. Yeah, I mean, I I would imagine that most riots are are not premeditated. I mean, people might go there with like the idea in their head, but like in order for other people to riot, somebody has to start it. So one person might have done the, you know, premeditated rioting and then the other people Someone kind of joined idea, in. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes, one, yeah. sometimes it's peaceful, and then three days graces. Let's start a riot. Starts playing, and all pandemonium breaks loose. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, 
I know that gets my blood pumping. <laughs> what, what are you, what are you going to do? Not start a riot? <laughs> yeah. Um, the DOJ then narrowed the scope of their inquiry, asking for information only between certain dates and removing the request for draft articles. So they still wanted all the information, but only for certain dates. That's stupid. Um, the judge ordered Dreamhost con- to comply with the new warrant. So they're limiting the scope, but according to what this sounds like, it's still not as limited as I would like it to be. You know yeah, I mean? I'd like it to. Uh, I'd like it to. You know, be what a warrant is actually supposed to be, which is uh, we need anything related to these people's names and uh, for these specific dates. Yeah, uh, Dreamhost has appealed the ruling. Good job, Dreamhost. Um, And now Chief Judge Morin of Washington, D.C. Superior Court has issued his final ruling. And he says, while the government has the right to execute its warrant, it does not have the right to rummage through the information contained on DreamHost's website and discover the identity of or access communications by individuals not participating in alleged criminal activity, particularly those persons who were engaging in First Amendment activities. So... From what this says to me is that it's going to go what Aroa just said. It's only going to be for the people who were involved in the riots. Or yeah, any, I mean, yeah. that's that's fine, I guess, that they, they want to extract the data, but then to actually go through it, they need they need concrete info on what they're looking for. Yeah, I, I still don't like it. I think that... I, I don't either, but... I, I think it creates a bad precedent. When you have people on a website who, to be fair, people might have just shown up and wanted to read about different things or, you know, not like Donald Trump. I don't know why people wouldn't like Donald Trump. Uh, we're a why neutral would you website. not like Glorious Leader? Yeah, we're, we're a neutral website. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I th- I think that even giving them that much information might be... Like, allowing them to access that information is bad. I mean, and who really who really care? Like, doesn't the NSA already have all the information that they need? Uh-huh. I'm sure they do. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but the, the problem is you don't want the public to have absolute confirmation that, oh, they are watching every single thing that we do. But they definitely, the definitely are. Oh, yeah. All yeah. of it. So that's why you use Tor. Use the Tor web browser. At my uh, house specifically. At my house specifically, yeah, I mean, yes. You use Tor at a coffee shop on an, uh, on a USB uh, network device. Well, at that point, just use Tails. Yeah, you should. You, yeah, should, you, should. you should be using Tails. Yeah, you should use Tails on... Uh, actually, actually, what you should be using is um, uh, Cubes OS. Um and then run Tails inside of Cubes OS, uh, along with a Tor router instance running outside of that, so that you route all the Tails traffic through the Tor router OS and then out through your USB network card. Yeah, and then you will have approximately 500 kilobytes of bandwidth. And then, <laughs> and only then, will you finally be safe enough to go on the pirate bay and download Futurama. That is, yeah. Yeah. 
Otherwise, they gonna get you. They gonna, they get, gonna you. get you. It's gonna happen. So I'm I'm happy that this uh, this has a better conclusion than we want everything and the judge just being like, yeah, give them everything. So I, I feel yeah. like there would be some uh, some post meditated riots if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so I I think that and I, we spoke about this before. What they do, the the FBI or, or prosecutors or whatnot, they just try to get all the information that they think they might be able to. And then once the judge goes, no, then they're like, okay, we'll dial it back. And the judge is like, no. And they're like, okay, we'll dial it back. And the judge is like, okay, fine. And so they just start off with these grandiose ideas and then just tailor it can, back. Can we get that line again? What kind of ideas are those? He, he said grandiose. Grandiose. Oh, yeah. Ignore me. I thought I'm playing a video game right now. There might have been an explosion. I thought I misheard you. Uh, what did Where you think best? I said? I forget it. I don't. I don't think it bears repeating in decent public and decent uh, in decent peoples. We're decent people. Granny oats. Granny oats. Yes. You know, like used for oatmeal raisin cookies. Hmm. I want oatmeal. Ra- I've. I. All I've eaten today. Was... God, it's easy to distract you guys. Uh, <laughs> yes, it I is. sure do like oatmeal raisin cookies. Cinnamon, For what it's worth, I'm sorry I misheard anything at all. Cinnamon toast crunch. That's what I've eaten today. It was good. Why? It's got the taste you can see. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not cinnamon toast crunch. It's off-brand cinnamon toast crunch because it's way cheaper. So the what taste I taste uh, is visible. What I've done is I've gone onto my phone and I just unsubscribed from the Read and Entertainment podcast. What? I encourage everyone else to do the same. What? No. So let's move on to phones. Who here likes their phone? You have an iPhone, right, Aroa? Yeah. Some god awful reason. And I think I think Earl has an iPhone. I pledge allegiance to this Steve of the United Steve of Steven. But we will. We will be talking about the best Steve later on. Um, he is probably the best Steve. He is the best Steve. He and is the best Steve. I want to say that Connor has an Android phone, and I have an Android phone. Correct. So we have two losers, and then Connor and myself. So no, we're losers. Just you know, smart losers. Yeah. Uh, well, who here wants a new phone from Razer? <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, Nathan, can I, can I let you in on a little secret, a little surprise? No one? That the new phone's going to suck. It's going to suck so bad. Suck real bad. So, God, that's, good. that's some good audio. So Razer is making the first smartphone for gamers. Um, <laughs> apparently, it's teasing an event that on November 1st, they will have, uh, they showed a preview image that shows a man holding a cons- conspicuously phone-sized device. Um, apparently, a while back, they acquired Nextbit, which, are they a phone maker, Aroa? Yeah, Nextbit made the, uh, oh, I can't remember what the fuck the actual name of the phone was, but the, I believe, if they're the company that they, that I think they are, they were the ones that made a uh, phone where the whole gimmick was that uh, it automatically pushed apps uh, backups of apps into the cloud. Um, so the phone had fairly limited storage to begin with. Uh, it was, uh, I want to say it was either 32 or 64 gigs. Um, and then if you didn't use an app for an arbitrary length of time, it would delete the app and back up all the app's data to the cloud. 
so that um, if you ended up needing it, it would quickly re-download your backup and then run the app. And like oh. that was that was the gimmick of the phone. That there was really nothing else special about it. Oh. Um, uh, like most other gimmicky Android phones, no one gave a shit, and it just kind of fell by the wayside uh, along with you know it like every other Android phone that isn't made by Samsung or LG. Uh, so or Google uh, or Google. Motorola's uh, got some okay phones. Yeah, they do. They, yeah, they're a really good budget option nowadays. They had the <laughs> razor. The what? They had the razor. They did. <laughs> that's what I thought when I first saw this article. I was like, "That's coming back." They're bringing it back. I I would have yeah. totally bought an Android flip phone razor because I wanted LG's flip phone that they only released in China, but they never brought it to the US. Buy it. Unsurprisingly, buy it. It doesn't <laughs> work. It doesn't work on United States uh, LTE bands. Oh, really? so, so you would does. have to do. You would just have to do a standard three G. Uh, yeah, if that lame. Yeah, we when I worked at a uh, consumer cellular, they uh, we we had a lot of people that would call in and they'd be like, "Hey, I bought this phone off eBay." I'm like, "Ah, shit," and, <laughs> and I'm trying to get it to work on your network, but it's not working. I'm like, "Well, maybe you should have bought a fucking phone from China." That's the that's my option. So yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it anyway, they, I don't know why Razer bought them other than they were probably super cheap since nobody bought the fucking next bit phone. Um, and I guess now they're going to make a phone to compete with, uh, with NVIDIA's shield tablet, but it'll be a phone. <laughs> yeah. Hey, does yeah, anyone, real does, likely. does anyone remember the Facebook phone? <laughs> does anybody I, uh, does anyone remember it, the fire phone i remember the fire phone the, so it, i have uh, that horrible kid of those commercials the facebook phone um i actually whenever i was super into facebook uh i got the facebook home app uh which was basically it was just the the facebook phone's home screen uh but ported to other devices and there are honestly some pretty neat ideas, like the whole uh, bubble thing came from the Facebook phone, oh. uh, where you can where you can have like chat heads and stuff. Like that was part of them developing the Facebook phone that that made that a thing. Yeah, and that honestly kind of changed the way that Android in general did things because their their uh, other what, what what's the uh, exposed things that uh, that you can install that let you do all sorts of stuff that are it emulates the chat head functionality but with other apps like it, there there were some smart ideas in there it's just no one's going to buy a phone that's specifically for Facebook no it's not, no it's dumb bad idea <laughs> bad. Yeah, it's interesting i think we see this repeated again and again throughout the history of cell phones at least in the modern era where you get these ideas that are pretty good ideas, actually, but technology can't implement them effectively yet, or it's a really dumb idea to base an entire phone off of, and then later on, they just become part of the little phone ecosystem five or ten years later. This reminds me a lot of the original, it was called the iTunes phone that Samsung put out, and this is in like 2003, and the big deal was the fact that it had iTunes built in. And you could put like 10 songs on it. 
and everybody's like, no, this is really dumb. Why does any, why would anybody want music on your phone? And at the time, yeah, why would you? And it wasn't until years and years later that music's just another part of our phone. Yeah. You were talking about this, this phone that it deletes apps based off of how long it's been since you've used them. Once networks get better, and we can have downloads like we have downloads on Wi-Fi anywhere, and they don't kill your battery, you know, they don't drop off. Uh, that could be a great idea for a, a phone feature, you know? Oh, yeah. I imagine oh, it'll yeah. be something we'll, we'll forget exists, you know, or we'll be like, oh, give it a second, it's going to download. You know, so, it's just a really dumb idea to base an entire phone off. Yeah. So I remember, I think I remember the iTunes phone. That was before the iPhone came out, wasn't it? It was by a good four years. Yeah, and and I read about it in MacWorld. I think you could have like a hundred songs on the phone. Okay, something like that, something crazy small. Like it was at what bit rate too? Yeah, know? yeah, it was probably not very good. I don't think, but no, the phone got very bad reviews. But like Razer looks at these. I I I don't. I wouldn't enter into the smartphone market. They honestly don't make that much of a profit at the moment and and you look at things like amazon amazon's this giant company that everyone uses and they couldn't sell a phone facebook that's another company everyone uses they couldn't sell a phone what makes you think that your gamer centric thing was gonna is gonna sell well and what does that even mean i don't know what what does that mean Whenever you're talking about an Android phone in particular, considering Android phones always get they always Android phones always get worse apps in general. They definitely get worse versions of games compared to iOS, and they always perform like shit comparatively. Like, what, I, what are you doing? I wouldn't know. I don't play games on my phone, and that's the other thing. Is like. Nobody plays or even attempts to play real games on their phone. Not really. And, like even the the Nvidia tablet thing like when, whenever I used my uh my Shield portable that I I still have, the best thing about it was streaming games from my PC to that. So like unless this is going to have that functionality which would just be dumb and I don't even know how they would how they would do that without licensing tech from some other company, unless they did something with uh, was was a a thing that updates every time I synapse. Unless they did something with Razer Synapse, but like even even with that, Razer's terrible at software. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like I I don't like. Do, do any of you own Razer accessories? I have a headset. I yeah, see, not. I'm not a sucker. And, and uh, you see, you say that because, yeah, I mean, Razer products, especially as of late, have been fairly mediocre. But the worst thing about them is even even the good products. Like I've got uh, an old Razer Black Widow uh, that still has the cherry blues uh, and not the stupid Razer keys. Um, but Razer Synapse is just such a garbage application that no matter how many marginal improvement updates that they keep putting out has never gotten better. If anything has gotten worse, the configuration on my incredibly overpriced mouse has never worked right. 
uh, doesn't work anywhere near to the degree that they they marketed it as having. Where oh, you just plug it into any other computer and it knows a configuration. No, it doesn't. It has an ARM thirty two CPU on it for some reason. It doesn't seem to make any difference at all. Uh, half the time, the sensitivity meter doesn't show up on the screen whenever I change the sensitivity, so I don't know what it's at until I move the mouse. Like it, it's it's garbage. And why would I want to? invest my money into the Android platform, which is already like, like petering most of the time on, on falling apart. Why would I go ahead and, and, and not only buy back into that, but then buy into Razor's ecosystem that has been nothing but a nightmare for me. Yeah. Out, outside of the actual hardware itself. Yeah. The software is awful. I downloaded the Synapse stuff when I got my headset and it does not play well with XSplit, apparently. And so when I would try to stream, like, I, my audio quality would just be shit. Just because I had the Synapse drivers installed. The, yeah, like, like it's stupid that you'd have to uninstall the drivers that came with your device because the default Windows generic drivers function better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, fuck Razer, and this is going to be an awful phone. Uh, it comes out the day before my birthday, so if anyone wants to buy me this phone, I will gladly accept it. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm open to the idea of them putting out a device like this. It's just Razer doesn't have a good track record with doing much of anything new and interesting, so I don't see this panning out. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it'll be a good thing, and the specs will probably be mediocre at best. They'll probably be every other Android phone on the market. Yeah, because like well, we like we said last week. Well, I said last week, uh, phones are all the same now. Yeah, like it, they just are. iPhones, uh, it, they they push specs forward, you know, to some degree, and then Android phones try to catch up and overheat in the process, and they all use the same Snapdragon processors, and that's just how life goes. Yep. And then they'll come out with a new Snapdragon, and everyone will jump on that. Yep, and the the eight the eight fifty six will overheat, so they'll have to release the eight fifty eight, the eight or the eight sixty eight, and that that'll overheat too, but less so. And like Good. eventually, it's just going to come down to we're going to need water cooling in our phones, and and then everything will be okay. Let's do it. Let's let's make the first water-cooled phone, Aroa. Actually, uh, somebody already did that. Let's make the second water-cooled <laughs> phone. Because it was, uh, it was. I don't. Th- it was Lenovo, maybe. No, it was a. It was an Intel phone. Like uh, it ha- had an Intel processor in it, and it had water cooling in the phone because the Intel processor ran so hot. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Intel. So, funny thing. That's the reason heard. they got out of the mobile market. <laughs> funny rumor I heard is that Intel has been kicking themselves for years because they had the option to make the first iPhone processor. Oh man, oh, that they, makes sense. And they were like, "Now nah, we're good." And then that was right when they partnered. Was when they yeah. were developing the iPhone. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they they had the option and they backed out of it. That's a rumor I heard. Oh, poor Intel. Now they don't have any money. Yeah, they're so broke. So broke. 
Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about Discord. Discord is actually what we use to record the podcast. It used to be Skype, but Skype is shit, and Discord is slightly better than shit. So they have added official Depends game channels. Um, apparently, they have partnered with developers on official chat channels. Verified servers were places uh, are places where a games community can hang out, talk, and get news straight from the teams that made the games. This feels awful. I am I like alone in not understanding why like everyone has a Discord server now. I don't even know what you do on those things. Like I literally just joined for this podcast. I have no idea how this thing even works. I like <laughs> so so I, I fully understand how Discord works because I'm ninety percent sure that they just took a bunch of source code from the Mumble server uh, platform and just implemented it in a different way. But I just don't get why like every streamer, every YouTuber seems to have a Discord server. What do you do on there? Yeah, you, you, circle you just, jerk mostly. It, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Is like, is it just a bunch of fans like just all screaming like a, at each other constantly? Because like, how does that even work in a voice platform? I, I think there's there's audio channels too, and I'm sure it's like a voice chat that you mean is text totally channels curated. What did I call it? Audio, audio channels. Yes, I meant the opposite of. <laughs> I'm glad you guys know what I'm talking about when I talk, but I'm sure it would have to be. I don't really know what else you'd be doing in there except maybe like convening for streams as well so like i i got invited to a discord uh server by a guy that i met uh in friday the 13th and you're like and, no thanks i don't kiss boys well no it, w- it wasn't that actually we were yeah, making so. jokes about me fucking him constantly but um the as you the, do the, yeah, as, uh, as an aroma does it, it was my wife actually um that, that was making the jokes uh but the thing was, like, I joined, and there there were, like, tens of channels off to the left side that, that I couldn't join. Like, I wasn't allowed to join. I couldn't see who was in there. So I guess that's how you do it, is you just have, like, it, it's like the, the old days of uh, chat room, but, like, oh, with voice awesome. now. So odd. So I have, obviously, I have a Discord. Um, no. But we set that up for, specifically for the podcast, pretty much. And and whenever I would want to play a game with friends. But I haven't invited random people into my Discord. I have. No, uh, I, but, I will <laughs> say. Besides, I have besides set, Earl. I've set up my Discord to account for if random people, for some reason, wanted to join my Discord. Because now, uh, if you go on there, I've got the Lucky Star Fan Club, like it always has been. But then I also have an IRL channel, and um, I set up a D&D channel because my wife and her siblings were playing D&D, so I figured they'd want to have a space for that. Yeah. But, like, I guess that's what you have to do. It's just, like, I I don't know. Don't we have Twitter for that already? Yeah. we have Twitter for Circle Jerks. I, I don't know what we need. And Reddit. I don't know why we need Discord for this. That's because than... everything's a Circle Jerk nowadays. So, so, but but with this new update, you can join a Minecraft Discord channel. So, um, also, so it's, 
uh, there's another <laughs> thing called Off World. And I don't even I don't um, even know what that is. Supercell. I don't know what that is either. That's a that's a developer. That's oh, after okay. he absorbed Android 18. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the best one to join with the best community, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Oh yeah, I'm sure no that's fucking fantastic. There. Yes, yes. So, uh, I bet you everyone should join Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Um, which I think my my friends at work think that's a stupid name, so they call it like Battle Cannon. What? Or something like that. <laughs> okay, that's not any better. <laughs> <laughs> something Unless like your that. friend's last name is Ponkabell. Like why else why would you call it that? I don't know. I don't even know why they call it Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. I think there's a reason for it that I heard and uh, I was it's like, I don't care. The guy that made it, it his online name was Player Unknown. Oh, huh. oh. Yeah, kind of I didn't know yeah, why they didn't just call it H1Z1 King of the It's rip-offs. It's because Player Unknown, the, the, that guy, uh, was super involved in multiple, like, you know, Battle Royale game communities. Yeah. And it was like the game genre that he loves more than anything else in the world. I heard, so, I heard Fortnite's not actually bad. Uh, yeah, actually, it looks really, really entertaining. I, I haven't free. tried it out yet. Yeah. Um, free. But that that was basically the idea was that he he was super involved in these communities and made a name for himself in, in being involved in that shit. So You're too busy he, playing dating sims. I, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, they're visual novels, thank you. Those are different from dating sims. All right. How? Agents, How? And I love them. How are they different? Yes. Uh, because in a dating sim, the intent is that you're going to end up dating somebody. And in the games that I play, I'm trying to solve murders. And there's and there's zero and chance that you're up. there's zero and chance there's that zero you can chance af- that I'm ever going to fuck anyone or or affect the story in any meaningful way. Uh, no, well, that's yeah. not entirely true. Especially I was say, in... some visual novels are like based on the fact that you can affect right, the story. Right, most, right, Most most visual novels. Yeah. Are. The, the general idea is that you go down a specific path, and you get to learn that character's story by following that path throughout the whole thing. Yeah, that's it's... the charm of like nine nine nine. Yeah, and actually, you were uh, that was what I was going to bring up was the sequel to nine nine nine, Virtue's Last Reward makes that entire concept a main portion of the game. Like that's the entire gimmick is that you have to follow each individual path for each character to be able to solve the overarching narrative. Oh, like, oh wow. That, that, it was amazingly clever. I love that game. And I, I haven't, I haven't played that one. I'm looking forward to it. Oh God. It's so good. I picked up the nonary games on PS4 and uh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that that's, that was a good idea. Cause it's in the backlog. Yeah. V- Virtue's last reward is just like, like, oh, I, I got it on Vita way back when, and I regretted not playing it for years because mm. it so deserved my time. I look forward to it. Good. Um, yeah, let's not ever join any of these Discord channels. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really want to interact with the typical community that will join these Discord channels. Yeah, because you're like terrible. Nathan. Are you are you more of an extroverted kind of person? I don't know. Like. No, I'm introverted. 
Okay, because you talked to me first, so like I've never really known what you considered yourself. So, so actually, I was in college, and my uh, my teacher was explaining the difference between extroverted and introverted, um, and she did it in a good way. Basically, it doesn't affect how you act. It, it not necessarily affects how you act in public or what type of job you have. But when you need to unwind and like calm down, how do you do that? And so yeah. like my sister, uh, when she needs to unwind and calm down, she'll go out to the bars and drink and be around a bunch of people. And myself, I lock myself in my room and play video games. Right. And so uh, I can be somewhat extroverted and, and talk to people. But when I need to just like, unwind and not do anything or or i need to like relieve some stress i just try to be by myself or with just like a small group of people so, i see so that so that's that's a that would good. that would mean yeah no discord i guess discord servers must be for extroverted people maybe that's what it is maybe yeah they just want somebody to talk to or or hang out with yeah. or and I mean, I'll be honest. I'm in a couple different discords. Like I'm in a I'm in a D and D discord. I'm in a Magic the Gathering discord. I'll reach out to people occasionally for like recommendations or advice. But for the most part, the conversations that they have are just overwhelmingly. I don't want to say dull because I think that's the wrong word. But it's typically not something I care about boring. or to be a part of. Yeah, they're they're kind of boring. I don't want to <laughs> fantasize about already fantasy topics. You know, unless it's something that I want to implement at a later date or I think is interesting, which it's usually not. So, let's move on to the best story of the week. Who here is excited? IGN bought Humble Bundle. I I am... So, I think the the consensus with, with most people appears to be... Oh no, Humble is doomed. I, I, what 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 are you guys' thoughts on that idea before I go any further with that? I think it'll be fine. A company designed to make money for charities got purchased by a company designed to milk money out of people with gambling-esque situations. I feel like the situation's pretty sketch. Yeah, I just think I I've been kind of disillusioned with Humble Bundle ever since they became Humble like the company Humble yeah. in- Incorporated instead yeah. of just Humble Bundle. Yeah, I, I've been like, okay, this like when it was when it first came out, it was a once in a while thing. They would come out with a bundle, and now it's every week. There's something different. Yep, and, and they have the ongoing Humble Store. Yeah, and the most pertinent thing in my mind, they also are a publishing company. They publish and- indie games. And they have a monthly subscription. Yep. Like, they are... It's honestly a pretty good deal, uh, but that's beside the point. Yeah, it's not a bad deal, but they went away from what I originally wanted, what I thought they were, which was, hey, we got a bunch of developers together to raise money for charity and give us a little bit of a kickback. Uh, it, was, it was like, um, what... Uh... What uh, Connor was kind of kind of getting at was that you know IGN is uh, is all about money making, but I don't think 
don't think Humble has been about charity for quite some time. Yeah, it's about money, and then hey, you kind of support charity. When yeah. I when I would originally buy things from Humble Humble Bundle, I would move because you could. I don't know if you oh, can yeah. still do this. You could yeah, pick you like what percentage you give to the developers and what percentage you give to Humble themselves. And I would move those all the way to the left and move the charity all the way to the right. I I would usually split between charity and developers, but same difference. Yeah, like Humble, in my mind, was just acting as a payment transactor, and I didn't care about them at all. Yeah. And then once the whole Humble store thing came about was, I think, whenever their downfall was... Stop typing. Was, sorry, it's the controller. Okay. Um. But it, it, yeah, like once the humble store became a thing, it was it was all over for me. So I don't really think that IGN buying them is going to be a big deal in that regard. The thing I'm worried about is that Humble makes games now; they publish games. What games have they published? I I th- want to say they had something to do with uh, one of the. Uh, it's a dungeon, the dungeon crawler game that I like. That I can't think of the name of. Darkest uh, Dungeon. No. Dungeon Darkest. On oh, um. Uh, Digimon World Two. Atrian no. Odyssey. No, no, no. Um. Uh, it's it's a first person dungeon crawler that like the whole gimmick was that it was like uh, really Legend old. of Grimoire. Yeah, I think uh, Grimrock. Yeah, Grimrock. I thought they had something to do with Grimrock too, but maybe I'm wrong. But in any case, like they are a publisher and IGN is a game review company. Like they, their whole thing is games journalism and covering the games industry. Didn't they so, have direct to drive before too? Uh, possibly, but I think that's different because uh, Game Informer, for example, is, is owned by GameStop. And it's one thing to be a company that sells games, but it's, it, it's another to make Right. Because like you can you can buy advertising for a game like it to, to to sell it that's that's something but whenever you're the company where consumers go to you for for information on whether or not they should buy a game and you're telling them yes you should buy this game that was made by a company that my parent company owns that's when things get iffy I I think that there's some definite like moral issues here or well ethical issues that that could arise from the fact that like humble could easily publish a game and then ign does a review on that game and gives it like a nine out of ten and while industry collusion has always kind of been the the assumption with ign like everyone seems to think ign has it has uh, ea and and everyone's hands in in ign's pockets like it, everyone seems to think that that's what's going on, but we've not had any proof of that. But this would be like undeniable. Like you, this is just outright ethically questionable. The idea of reviewing a game that your company made. Yeah, I. I mean, like think about it. If EA bought Kotaku, or or if Ubisoft bought Eurogamer. I think it would be fine, and they the reviewers could be objective. 
<laughs> like I I don't know about that. I know. Okay. Obviously they can't be 100% objective in that situation and they would have to One thing they could do and one thing I've seen that Kotaku does occasionally and what IGN I think does as well is that they have somebody who's not affiliated with the website review the game. Yeah, guest review panels. Yeah, guest reviews or they'll um they'll uh hire like a contract worker for for a short amount of time to do that. A freelance person and they'll say, "Hey, can you review this game? We'll send it to you. We can't yeah, objectively review." Well. <laughs> yes. Those guys uh, need to unionize. They they do. Most, you know, unions are uh they're a boon to the economy. Really well, I think everything needs to unionize, but that, you know, I'm a dirty lefty, so. Yeah, uh, Jesse Ventura got in. Communist! Uh, yeah, you talk about being able to sidetrack me. Jesse Ventura uh, tried to unionize wrestlers for a while, and uh, he got backstabbed, so. Yeah, Hulk Hogan did it. Yep, yep. Yeah. So. Uh, Hulk. Yeah, douche. But uh, the the problem is, and with, with unions, especially in something like that, um, is that, and other big businesses that are similar, um, competitive businesses is that when you try to unionize, uh, you know, the boss will come up to like, say two guys are trying to unionize. He'll look at one guy and be like, I'll pay you double what you're making right now. And then they'll be like, oh, well, we don't really need a union. And so you really need guys that will work together. And when you're at such a high level like that, it's hard to find people who are willing to work together when you know, they're being offered more money to not unionize. Um, also, if since we're on this the subject, um, I think that college football players should be paid with more than just experience. I don't get college football, so um, I don't get it either, but I do know that you know the school is like, oh, you're on a scholarship, great. And then somebody blows out their knee while playing football on the first, uh, you know, first game of the season or or in their freshman year, and yeah. the school's like, "Hey, by the way, um, your scholarship is revoked, so you have to pay for schooling or get kicked out." I think there should be a law against revoking those scholarships. Yeah, there should be. I think that when the NCAA playoffs bring in over a billion dollars. And the these students who are earning all the money aren't getting paid. It's stupid. No. Fair no. Don't, it's almost, don't give it to almost like uh you know, the entire college system is just a big corporation in and of itself and uh we should have free college. Hasn't ruined my life. We should definitely have free college. Yeah. Almost, or or universal like, college, whatever it's called. It's like we need to destroy the foundation of this uh enslavement system. Yeah. Wow, this got deep. Let's move on. Let's talk about a university. The Trump... Oh, wait, no. No, that's a piece of shit university that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, somebody, the best Steve, is making university a university. It's being called WASU. And it's going to focus on people wanting to get into technology-based uh, programs. So, cool. did anybody read about this? No. No. Are you lying again? No. Oh, okay. I don't think I don't think there was a link to this. Oh no, there was. No, yeah. there was. It just yeah. didn't have a picture with <laughs> Steve Wozniak. Uh, I just didn't read it. 
obviously the best the best Steve out of Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak is the best Steve one at Wozniak. living at least. Yeah, well, um, uh, honestly, I would say the best either. I yeah. go, going off of Steve Jobs' biography. Yeah, Wozniak was a way better person than him. Well, yeah, and dude, don't don't even front about the Mad Wiz Woz. With without Wozniak, there would be no Apple. There, yep. the, like zero because um, I've watched yeah, several documentaries on them, and what would happen? So Steve Jobs worked at Atari, but Steve Jobs uh, didn't know how to program video games. Apparently, we well, kind of knew he did. He, he knew how to program, but Steve, he couldn't create an entire user interface from yeah. scratch like yes. Wozniak. Wozniak is and was a like Tesla level genius as far as understanding early computers and engineering. Oh yeah. Um, so anyway, Wozniak worked basically. He worked at HP, and then Jobs worked at Atari. But the CEO knew that uh, Jobs wasn't very good at his job. And so he put him on the night shift and was like, hey, I want you to make this eventually it became called, you know, breakout. I want you to make breakout. And so Jobs went to Wozniak because, you know, Jobs knew he couldn't do it. And Wozniak created it in uh, four days, working, you know, every night really late making the game. And when it came back, uh, Jobs was like, yeah, I worked on this. And the engineers at Atari were like, oh, great, we're going to take a look at replicating this. And because Wozniak was so good, nobody knew how to replicate what he did. They couldn't <laughs> figure it out. There's so, actually even more to the story, if I may add. Th yes, there is, but go on. Well, I just really like the fact that Breakout was going to be a very expensive board for them to make. And they're like, hey, for any one of these uh, like chips that you can get rid of and make the board run leaner with the same programming will give you a hundred bucks. And apparently Wozniak got, got it down to like from like 20 to like four chips, something absurd. No, I think it was. So it may, uh, for more information, go to the gaming historian. Um, actually oh, did do a thing on this. Didn't he it? did. He did. It was going to be, so theoretically, I'm basing it was going to be off of like reading the Walter Isaacson book like years yeah. ago. Yeah. There was going to be over a hundred chips originally, ah. and Wozniak got it under fifty. Okay, so he so hours of ten. I was kind of close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so um, they gave them X amount of money, but originally, like Jobs had told Wozniak, we're going to you know get seven hundred fifty dollars or six hundred dollars, yeah, whatever. And for every chip that was was taken out he actually got a bonus so he ended up getting like five thousand dollars yeah and he only gave wozniak like the 350 dollars that he told him he was going to give him originally <laughs> and my th the thing that like makes me feel super bad is that wozniak's like i wouldn't if if jobs would have came up to me and said hey here's the money that i i was going to give you they gave me a bonus, but I would like to keep it because I want to go do this. Wozniak yeah, he, would have been okay with it. Yeah, because yeah. Wozniak is Jesus. He's like the <laughs> nicest guy ever. He is. <clears throat> um, and then even even so, like he's like, years later, I found out about this. And I was like a little upset. But, you know, that's one thing in t over 30 years of friendship. So 
it's okay. And I'm like, oh, I would still, I would be super pissed if somebody did that to me. And Wozniak's just like, it's all right. I, I still have money. Um, but when you have a hundred million dollars, I guess it kind of lightens the blow. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, now that we're done stroking uh, Steve Wozniak, let's talk about Woz U. Woz U is uh, here's a little expert excerpt of what the prepared statement that Woz had. It said, "Our goal is to educate and train people to in employable digital fields without putting them into years of debt." People often are afraid to choose a technology-based career because they think they can't do it. I know they can, and I want to show them how to. My entire life, I have worked to build, develop, and create a better world through technology and have always respected education. Now it is time for WazU, and we are only getting started. WazU will offer an app to help people understand which field of tech they'd be best suited for so they can set up their curriculum accordingly. And as of yet, there's no word on pricing. I hope so, they often make breakout. Yes, that's that's it. <laughs> By hand, using less than 100 chips. I think he owns the rights. Uh, you know, Apple might own the rights. I now. would imagine Apple does. Yeah. Um, obviously, Woz gets like free apple products for the rest of his life i mean sure i th i think he's still like on uh, a couple years ago at least he was still on with the company in like an advisory role and yeah. he gets like so many millions a year just for being lost just for being was yeah yeah well uh, hey you invented the re universal remote control go you it's kind of like uh in the 90s um marvel was having a lot of issues and but they kept Stan Lee making like half a million dollars a year just to be a spokesperson because they knew that Stan Lee was like the best spokesperson for Marvel. He pretty he really is. <laughs> so it's similar. Like they yeah. know that what without Wozniak there would be nothing. So it's like okay, we'll give you a couple million a year, whatever. Yeah. Um. So it, it, I know all of you are done with well, like except for Connor because Connor. Uh, it's awful. Um, all of you are done with school, right? Yes. yes. Done with is uh, I'm never going. Yeah, yeah. Um, if this, if was you had existed, uh, let's say when you turned 18, graduated high school, would you have downloaded the app and tried to join Waz University? No. No? Well, I studied the arts. Why? Because I never wanted to have a job. <laughs> oh, okay. So you became I, a I flight fit any more. I couldn't physically fit any more money in my toilet to flush it down. So, <laughs> get an arts degree. Oh, uh, I see. I see. So, yeah. I mean, if if I was if I was who I am now, and suddenly I had the opportunity to like de-age myself back down to eighteen, um, I a road a road would commit suicide. That's what he would do. Uh, no, I would have. Um, I would have looked at the pricing, and I'd eat, then uh, I'd eat more fiber. Uh, <laughs> I, I probably would have. Uh, I would have honestly just uh, worked on on uh, art instead. See, oh. welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Connor? Honestly, I probably would. Uh, the only thing that would really keep me from it, if this was a like apple lonely environment that would definitely be a hard plug polar for me 
But if maybe they were like, hey, we're about making jobs and not necessarily jobs on our inferior Linux operating system, then yeah. Linux, Unix, it's the same thing. Uh, uh, great. I guess Apple's technically based on Unix, not Linux. Yeah, like yeah, the Jurassic Park computers. Exactly. I would probably, I would take a look at it. I don't know if I would be like, yeah, I'm going to go to that. But I would take a look and be like, hey, maybe this would work out for me. Um, I, honestly, I probably is, wouldn't like, be a forerunner for any university. I'd rather wait and see that it's successful before I throw my money at anything. Right, right. I, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have even known who Steve Wozniak was when I was eighteen. I, I would have been like, who the fuck is Steve Wozniak? You're the I worst. Little, you're the I worst. I was a little person. nerd. I would have known. I would have known. I, I had no idea who that was. Like, I just knew that the uh, the iPod Touch was really cool. And I could uh, I could play skateboard game on it. It's, I always forget that you're See, so much younger than I. I was gonna say I'm really old because when I was 18, I was like, I've heard rumors the next iPod is going to have video. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. How, how old are I'm you, at. Earl? I'm 90. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally the third Earl <laughs> <laughs> of all history. Yeah. I'm 30. I just turned 30. Oh, okay. Like, see, I'm, in, I'm, in February. Uh, see, so so old. See, the way that you said that, it it made me think I was like, oh, it's about the same thing that I heard. So we're about yeah. the same age. I'm turning 30 next month. Yeah, okay. Happy birthday. Yeah, it's going to be awful. I'm going to be I'm going to spend it on an airplane to go meet Aroa. I was going to say when is your birthday? November 2nd. That's kind of funny, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's literally my birthday that I'm going up there. So now's not the time to really be talking about this, but I don't think I'll be able to visit with you guys. Uh, what the you make your what? Visit. I have a wedding to attend in Michigan. Uh, Why? Because uh, curse their young love. Yeah, I guess I guess that's really the answer. Like, why would anyone get married? I yeah I thought about this. Myself. Yeah, I mean, it was a huge just, mistake on my part. I, like, no, ex- it like, wasn't. Specifically, specifically, except for the tax benefits. Yeah, yeah I mean that's. That was the only reason we did it was for the money, but has it been worth it, Aroa? Uh, I mean, it fixed our air conditioning. Wait, wait, hold <laughs> on. Let me, let me let me just turn around. Yeah, the room's clear. All right, what do you really think about your wife? Come on, let it all out. Oh uh, well, um, I don't think that's uh, that's a good idea on Twitch. This is this is she. She got big old titties. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> That's all he thinks about. I did tell her I wouldn't even be with her if she didn't have big old gazongas. <laughs> You're an awful person. I told her that like within the first year that we were dating. I was like, October. yeah, I mean, it's I don't think I could, I could never like be with somebody that was flat chested. It just wouldn't work. I, I got the opposite opinion of that. And I'm really hesitant to begin talking about this on the podcast. You know, oh, I, mean, I, I, you know, I have a couple of friends who are exact same way. They're just like, they're like, no, flat is justice. And I'm like, no, no, no. See, I, I just like it in the middle. Like, yeah, I mean, that's that's the best call. But yeah, I, I'd mind flat over robust. Re- really, honestly, as long as she looks at me, I, I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's why Nathan doesn't like me. Whenever we're together, I'm always just looking above him. Yeah, it's ex- exactly. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I, I don't really care how big they are as long as like, I don't I know, do. they have a vagina. No, and you don't no, even care about like that. Thing, that's the thing I'm least interested in, honestly. 
Oh, okay. What about you, Earl? We'll just go around here. Women's rights are such a broad <laughs> issue. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've lost our female viewer base. Like, our, our, wasn't there to begin it's with. Nick Lotus. That's it. You didn't help by well, laughing no, no, at uh, my <laughs> Ashley was here earlier. She left. but Oh, uh, good. That's probably for the best. <laughs> she knows how I feel. Oh, okay. But no, Earl, do you like big old titties or small titties? I, you know what? I, I think this is going to sound like a cop out, but I don't like one kind of pizza. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, like, I mean, I, I will I like I will lots of different kind of pizza, and depending on where you are and uh, what type of pizza it is, certain toppings but and certain looks just uh, do, do you know, you, they work. Do you buy At pizza a lot? the same time, though. I buy if pizza. You, have you seen me? I'm huge. I buy pizza all the time. But at <laughs> the same time, after this podcast, I think I think you can agree that there are certain toppings that, like, the more the better. <laughs> I, I do love green peppers. Yeah, you see, and if you My load down a pizza, pizza with green pepper, like me, you could just you can put on the more varieties of cheese you put on a pizza, the better. Like. I, I like Asian style pizzas the most. Oh, I'm a I'm a fan of pixie style pizza. <laughs> yeah, that that's some good pizza right there. Are, is anyone even watching us in your Twitch? I like, sincerely fuck hope no. Like, fuck no. <laughs> I almost and, and hosted I, this, and I'm so and honestly, I, I think that right there is why people listen to the podcast. In the lapses of our improfessionality, we do generally have a gay old time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is our podcast for the day. Where can we the find day. you, Earl? Uh, you can you can now like you have a Twitter. I have so, a Twitter. So I'm actually thinking about streaming on Twitch more these days. Good, and that's Saint Aspartame. Saint Aspartame, yes, that's uh, way too many letters for me to spell. And I was, can you change your Twitch name? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because I'm I thinking know. maybe I should, because that's just, nobody's ever going to remember that. <laughs> I know? do. I remembered it. Um, yeah, but I'll just be a bunch of Diacola di enthusiasts. So I yes. guess join my Diacola Discord channel that I'm going to make now. But <laughs> what, what I was thinking is that on your Twitter, you can just talk about your favorite types of pizza. Well, you know what? I've been I've been having a Twitter project the past couple weeks of things that make me happy. I've actually been enjoying that quite a bit. Oh, good! And I'm glad. Pizza. I haven't. I haven't checked my Twitter as much as I used to, um, just because my job is a lot more intense than my other job was. So, uh, yeah, it's funny how those two are correlated, ain't it? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Can I tell a brief pizza story that I think you and the listeners might enjoy? Go, go ahead. Yeah, okay. No, is this actual pizza or metaphorical a pizza? Actual pizza. So oh, I, I, anything could be metaphorical pizza if you try hard enough. I had some medical metaphorical pizza last week. It was it was nice. It was refreshing. Congratu congratulations! <laughs> um, I, I laid in bed starving, but I thought about the warm sensation of pizza. It made me feel better, at least. <laughs> like that one society in Chrono Trigger. Um, but uh, a few a few months back, actually a while before that, uh, just outside of a year ago, I was kind of bummed out for a while. And I was in the the not caring about anything part of being bummed out. So I was going to Little Caesars like every other day oh, and just man. getting a $5 hot and ready pizza because it's five bucks for two days worth of food and I wasn't caring about anything. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's pretty accurate, right? So I go to Little Caesars and I notice that they've got these t-shirts now 
that had Little Caesar's logo on the front and on the back it's Little Caesar and then underneath it says Pizza Genius. <laughs> and I think to myself, that's a great t-shirt. I want <laughs> I want one of these Pizza Genius t-shirts. So I go in and I'm like, excuse me, may I speak to the manager? And she's like, the girl's like, no, uh, he's not in right now. He works on uh, Monday though. Is everything okay? And I was like, no, it's great. I, you know, obviously my life is a mess and I'm eating here every day and this is what's keeping me afloat. <laughs> I was wondering about, I was wondering about those t-shirts. Can I buy a pizza genius t-shirt? <laughs> and she goes, let me see if it's even in the, the point of sale system. And apparently it is as a thing that they can shrink out for new employees. So I say, okay, thank you very much. She goes, I'll, I'll tell him that you came in. And uh, if you come in Monday, he'll, he'll be here. So Monday arrives and I walk into little Caesars and there's one person ahead of me. This is rather important who orders like made, like you have to make it food at little Caesars, which I don't understand because you're at little Caesars. Why are you ordering a specialty pizza? I, I don't get it. So he's there and he's waiting for his stuff. And, uh, the girl is there once more and says, uh, sir, can I help you? I said, is the manager? And she goes, Oh, right. You're the, you're the t-shirt guy. You're the so, you're that one you're that one weird guy. Yeah, I'll go grab so him. So she calls for the manager. She's like, "Hey, here's that guy I was telling you about." <laughs> and he goes, "How can I help you, sir?" I'm like, "Hey, man. So I really like Little Caesars." You guys, <laughs> I think the manager is like, "Please don't lie to me, sir." You guys, you guys have these t-shirts that say "Pizza Genius." I see you're wearing one right now is it possible for me to buy one of those t-shirts? And he goes, uh, let me check the computer. And he, he, he checks the computer and he, he pauses for a second and he thinks that he goes, nah, I'm sorry, man, I, I can't do it. And I said, Oh, well, that's, that's all right. I'll just order, you know, a pizza to go then. And he goes, okay, they got to cook and give us five minutes. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So meanwhile, the guy who ordered a bunch of stuff leaves the restaurant. He gets his stuff and goes, and the manager goes, Hey man, I'm like, yeah. He goes, come here. And I walk up to the counter and he leans and he goes, you want one of those t-shirts? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, yeah, how much are they? And I'm willing to pay upwards of like 10 to $15 for one of these t-shirts because you can't buy them in stores. And it says pizza genius on the back. It's a great t-shirt. <laughs> and he goes, hold on a second, man. And he finds one for me. And I was like, how much is it? He goes, it's good. Don't worry about it. And there's like, there's like, there's like flour on it. Like it's been just amongst the pizza ingredients for a while. And he goes, just don't go telling everybody around here that you're getting free t-shirts and little Caesars. And I was like, yeah, man, I got you. And he goes, all right. And then he gave me my pizza and I walked away. So that's why I have my little Caesars t-shirt. That's incredible. I just like how it's like a drug deal. I know. <laughs> he like leaned in. He leaned Whoa, in and everything. Dude, you, you had one job. You had one responsibility, and that was not to tell literally everyone. Oh well, yeah, you did. Broadcasted it, which is all kind of, of like telling literally everybody. All of our listeners now know that I got a free T-shirt in the Philadelphia area, Little Caesars. Or yes. is that where I got it? Which, which, <laughs> which Little Caesars? I'm going to imagine there's like eight. At least. At least eight. Oh, there's dozens. Yeah. yeah. There are, um, we have drive through Little Caesars out here. It, oh, so man. That's awesome. I don't have one of those here. That's amazing. Oh, it's, it's so cool. It's great. Yeah. So so here's my thing. Uh, I was reading uh, a Reddit post the other day 
You don't go on was, Reddit. I know. I, I was I was linked through another site. And it was uh like people Hey, give us your worst working at fast food <laughs> experiences. Okay. And there were two places that really nobody said anything bad about. One of which I will get into, and it's called In-N-Out Burger, and it's amazing. I love In-N-Out Burger. I do too. Um, and I will tell you why they're amazing in a minute. But the other place with Little Caesars... Everyone who's worked there was like, no, seriously, we actually make the dough fresh every day. Like, we actually have fresh ingredients. It's just really cheap. Like, yeah. and and they're actually good. They're good pizzas for, you know, five bucks. For five dollars? It's absurd, you know? Yeah. And the other place, In-N-Out Burger, all the customers or all the people who would work there were like, no, seriously, we clean everywhere all the time. Like, it is super clean in the back. We're paid, so I looked it up. They're paid $12 an hour starting at fast food. That's nice. Yeah. And then after you meet your probation uh, period, which I think is three or six months, they get bumped up to $15 an hour. Wow, that's great. I I respect that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They offer full medical. um, So medical, dental, and vision is supplied by the company. Um, they offer two weeks paid vacation and they match a 401k. Like they are amazing. Also, when you donate to charity, um, in and out burger will match three to one. They're one of those. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, like not just, not just, oh, we'll match, you know, 100% your donation. So you, you Mm -hmm. donate $25. We'll donate $25. They will match. Three to one. So if you donate $25, they will donate $75. Not even the place I work at does that. And they're like in the top 60 Fortune 100 companies. Yeah. So <laughs> In-N-Out Burger, uh, if you have to work fast food anywhere, In-N-Out Burger apparently is the place to work. Man, I so, wish we had those out this way. If yeah. you're going to support capitalism, it might as well be In-N-Out. Yeah. Um, the only thing people complained about with In-N-Out Burger is that they put Bible verses on their cups. They do, John 316. It's on the bottom of all of them. Yeah, and that's just because the people who run it are super Christian, but they're not like the asshole Christians, apparently. Yeah, it, it sounds like they're doing all right. I was yeah. going to say, it sounds like they're sort of uh, going by what they preach there. So yeah. it's, it's not somewhere blatant and obvious. It's not somewhere I'm forced to look at it. Yeah. And even, even then, if it was, it's holding my beverage. <laughs> yeah. I don't <laughs> care. Well, At least it's doing me a favor. Yeah. Um, also, all apparently, all of their ingredients are fresh. They uh, intentionally make it so that like their stores are within one day of their uh, warehouses for food, huh. and yeah. so that way you always have fresh ingredients. Um, yeah, they are amazing, actually. <laughs> Yeah, are there any in like the Portland area? Because I no, I've gone out there, I haven't seen any. So there is one in Oregon, but it's in Medford. Okay, and Medford is Medford is about a six-hour drive from Portland, five or six hours, I think. I always forget how big your states are out there. Um, you know, it's Oregon's actually a pretty small state. I um, live in Maryland. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, <laughs> I um. So or in Oregon, from where I'm at, 
I can get to anywhere else in Oregon in about five or six hours. So, I mean, that's how Illinois is. You, yeah, you drive you drive from where I am up to Chicago, and it's like four and a half, five hours or so. Yeah. Um, if I drive to Portland, it's three hours. If I drive to like Albany, it's three hours. If I drive to Klamath Falls, it's three hours. Um, there's a couple places like if I drive to the coast, it takes about four hours to get there. So, and that's about the furthest away you're going to get from where I'm at. So anyway, uh, <laughs> that was a huge tangent. Connor. So I can be found at E-A-R-L-G-R-A. Exactly. T-H-I-R-D on Twitter. Earl third on Twitter. Earl third on Twitter. Yeah. Um, St. Aspartame on Twitch. Um, and he's going to be streaming a little bit more. You can, uh, there's that new PSN update, so you can follow people. Oh, oh is that what the big update was? Yeah, it's actually kind of, I think that's kind of cool. Well, and so loves... they got version 5.0 and was like, I don't even see a difference. What happened? Um, yeah, also, it's the followers thing. And and they allow you to stream uh, up to 60 frames a second now instead of 30. Oh, yes! I yeah. think parties might have gotten up to two. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a few a few big updates actually. Uh, really? They also they also fix some they also fix some things with this. the dev kits, um, which I can't say any more about. Um, but yeah, I'm Doctor Aspartame on uh, PlayStation Network. You're not my friend on there. That's what you are. Uh, yeah, we are. We're oh, friends on there. Are we? I don't even yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah, you're a Green Goblin. Is your little avatar? Yeah, I I don't yeah, know why. Right. I've had that for a long time. Uh, anyway, uh, Connor, where can we find you? You find me on Twitter, cyberpunk underscore monk. That's it for now. Okay. Aroa, where can we find you? Playing your dumb dating sims. You got YouTube, (laughs) uh, with Aroa1337. Um, you got Twitch, also Aroa1337. Twitter, at Aroa. I got that music blog I never update, satanoscillate.tumblr.com. Um... New uh, Marilyn Manson album dropped a few days ago. I'm probably going to put a song from that on there. And his ex-girlfriend got dropped from Twitter. What? Rose McGowan. Who? What? Uh, Rose McGowan. She was his ex-girlfriend. She she got oh. suspended from, from Twitter for sharing someone's uh, phone number. Apparently oh. that's a bad thing to do, Connor. Yeah, hey, hey, you you liked it, and I then did. like six, seven <laughs> months later, you're like, "Hey, I need you to delete this message." You, the reason why is I I didn't realize that my phone number was on it originally, <laughs> and then somebody texted me. Yeah, yo. Thankfully, it's somebody I know texted me and was like, "Hey," I'm like, "Why do you have my number?" And he's like, "Oh, you tweeted it a long time ago." <laughs> And I was like, no, I didn't. And so I looked and it, I was like, I went to go delete the tweet. And I was like, no, this is a tweet to me from Connor. So <laughs> anyway, sorry for interrupting. Aroa, and, go on. And just, just to make it all go full circle, the tweet was about Pixies. So it was. You know, if you, someone wants to send me some Pixie pizza, who I think <laughs> everything in life will be better. Speaking of Pixie, how are her and her girlfriend doing? Um, I found out that she was on the train because it was a summer class, so I haven't seen her since summer class let out. Ah, uh, that sucks. So, you know, I, I enjoyed it while it was there. It's okay. The The one girl that I, like, there's only five girls I work with. 
Um, one's married. One I know has a girlfriend. Um, and then the other one, like one of the cute ones, was like, I was overhearing a conversation uh, in the kitchen, and she was like, "Oh yeah, my girlfriend." I'm like, "God damn it!" So <laughs> I just have... well, that, that could just be like my lady friend. Yeah, unless she was talking about like, yeah, I was going down on her genitals or something like that. <laughs> Show me your genitals. Um, oh God, it's so old. Yeah, yeah, I'm old. Aurora, uh, tell me more, more. Uh, I don't even think I do. I have anything else? Twitch. I gave my Twitch. Uh, I mixer? gave my Twitter. I gave. Yeah, I mean, my mixer exists. It's Aroa. Same uh, personal address. Getting more involved in. What's Twitch, your though. phone number? Everyone, share your phone numbers on that. No. Yeah, what, what, what's what's uh, your? Uh... I've got. I've got one. One of my numbers ends in one three three seven. Like I specifically got it because of that. Wow. Nice. Wow, you're bad. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's why my buddy has 0069 as his number. <laughs> I mean, that was uh, when I when I sold Tyler his old phone. Uh, we specifically chose one that ended in 69. <laughs> yeah, but but Aroa, if yeah. you don't tell people your phone number, then you can't get ten dollars off your next bill from Consumer Cellular. I really nope. have to give him my phone number for that? Uh, well, it's are either phone number or name. This week, or are you just doing that? I what? I so at, at consumer. It's a joke. Uh, at consumer cellular, if you're setting up an account and they say, "Are you referred by anyone?" You can give your phone number, and you'll get ten dollars off your first bill. <laughs> nice. And they'll get ten dollars off their next bill. It might have been up to fifteen with the new plans. Anyway, Nathan Reitenspruth, you can find me. At uh, Reeton everywhere. So I'm Reeton on Twitch, Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on Mixer, Reeton or Reeton Entertainment on YouTube. You can go to my website, ReetonEntertainment.com. Go to the links down below to find Reeton Podcast. I have the links for iTunes and Google Play. Or you can just go to your respective um, podcast engine like itunes or google play and look up Reeton Podcast. You'll find me. Press the subscribe button. Uh, like and rate the podcast and leave a comment saying how amazing we are or how you want to hear more pizza stories with Earl. <laughs> <laughs> Weekly subject after it gets wild fan applause. <laughs> I Yes, this is uh, pizza time with Earl, and we can, we can cut <laughs> off to another segment where you tell us another story about how you fly into a town and then go to every single Little Caesars you find. We'll, we'll call it a Little Caesars t-shirts. <laughs> Just go into every to, store. You got one of them t-shirts. <laughs> we'll call it the stewardess segment. Uh, thank you all for being here. I will see you all next week. Or so, yeah, uh, don't uh, don't everyone speak wait, at once. Wait, it's yeah. a pizza. Will you? So yeah, are we going to see you next week? Oh no, you won't see me next week. I'm going to yeah, be no, in Portland. I'm, I'm hosting next week. Yeah, you're host hosting, and and I'm not going to be hanging out with Earl because Earl uh is going to be at home, so Earl can be on the podcast possibly. I can be. Yeah, I'll be in Portland at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Um, I'm going to take lots of pictures. I was, I was. I want videos. I was planning on taking a picture of myself and Ricky. And then sending it to to a couple friends of ours and being like, hey, so happy to hang out with you guys. Uh, but that would be mean. 
yeah, so I won't be here, but Aro is going to host it next week, which is always a pleasure. It's going to be great. It's always a pleasure. Um, and then the following week I will be here, and the week after that I should be able to make it on time. So I'm going to go to Illinois on Thursday. Mm. Hang out there until Sunday morning, early in the morning. Aro is going to love this. Then he's going to drive me back to the airport. I will then fly home. Uh, I should arrive home at about 10 a.m. My roommate will pick me up from the airport and we will drive back and I should be back in time to record the podcast. On the- I haven't decided whether or not I'm taking that following Monday off or not. Um, well, I mean, theoretically you could. Yeah, I don't have to. Yeah. Anyway. My vacation time doesn't roll over, so it's like, eh, you gotta use it somewhere. Oh, really? It doesn't? Yeah, no. Do they pay it out? No. Oh, that's so lame. Yeah, I know. Other places, like places I've worked where they're like, okay, you're... You're over 120 hours of PTO, so we're going to have to pay you out until you're at 80 hours. And hmm. so they just give you money for it. Yeah, no. Um, at, at our place, it's use it or lose it. The only thing that roll, rolls over is sick time, and it only rolls up to 80 hours. Oh, see, we just get 40 hours a year of sick time in Oregon. Yeah, we do too. Oh, cool. You get 40 yeah. hours at the beginning of the year, and... Uh, it rolls over every year, but you can only have up to 80. Oh, see, we don't have the rollover thing here. We really should. Uh, Surprising, considering how liberal your state is. Yeah, we also have, like, half the state geographically, there we go, that word, uh, is really, really conservative. So, Mm. anyway. I think you're thinking of demographically. Demographically? No. No, Geographically, no, no. It would be physical location. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Saying that physically, they are conservative. <laughs> so I think what you mean is like the rural the areas. They yeah. So so what I'm saying is, if you look at a map of Oregon, the right half of the state or the east half of the state is conservative. It, like that's what it's, it's labeled. Like if I pull out an atlas, <laughs> the right half of the state is going to say conservative zone. Yes, yes, exactly. No, I mean if you look at like uh, a political map, a political like map, a demographic map. Yes, uh, but but I'm talking about uh, you and going fucking yourself. That's what I'm talking. <laughs> I'm out. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> Pizza, pizza. <laughs>